Alright, this is Robo Warrior Outlaw. Now for the exciting conclusion to the PTQ in New Mexico, where many of us traveled down to the weekend that my divorce became final. Thanks, hope you enjoy. Alright, round one. Uh, played against uh, a fairly nice guy. He aggressively mulliganed down to four. So maybe the thing's like, well, maybe he's playing Dredge, because he shouldn't be aggressively mulliganing that bad, that quickly, and that aggressively in general, so. Turned out he was actually playing Affinity and just saw no mana producers the first three draws. Uh, my deck came out with good mix of burning creatures and land. I kept the four land draw, drew a bunch of good creatures and burn off the top of my deck too, and basically killed every blocker he had and just swung with Kurt Ape and Mog Fanatic for a while and then followed it up with another uh, with a pair of Mutavolts and then a Tarmogoyf for the win. Uh, game two, I sideboard in four seals, three shatter storms, and two uh, Flames on Caboos. He comes out good. I uh, kill his Ornithopter and unturn. I put out a, I put out a, uh, yeah, turn turn two, I drop a 10-3, um, kill his Ornithopter, turn three. I Rift Bolt his Hover Guard, turn four, Shatterstorm. Blow the board up, lean down to a few things. Everything he puts out, I just uh, wax with a seal of fire and just swing, 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 swing. So, good start to round one. I feel pretty good. Uh, we've had a long trip down here. I didn't get much sleep last night. I spent about an hour and a half deciding on the final changes of the deck, which Paul talked me out of in the morning, basically. Um, but uh, when we got here, I saw a ton of affinity, so I was happier that I went back to three Shatterstorms in the sideboard. Uh, the first thing I played tonight, but now that I looked around, there's not as much affinity as I thought. It's just we saw a lot of people sleeping in their decks that were affinity. But nonetheless, I should be all right. should be good. Last night, trip down from the Springs. Five of us in the car. Seemed pretty comfortable. Everyone was good mood. We went through uh, the first two discs of Firefly, the TV series, which was based for the movie Serenity. And we'll be watching the last two discs on the way back, I'm sure. So we'll go through basically the Firefly marathon in the car trip on the DVD player. But, yeah, it's overall. Uh, looks like as much as 30 people from Denver and Colorado Springs combined and Boulder came down from Colorado to this PTQ. There's 101, the highest PTQ that store in, in uh, New Mexico has ever seen. Ryan Goddard is the head judge and presumably also the TO for the event, or his wife's the TO for the event, either or. And therefore, um, I briefly talked to him. He thought it was nice that I came back down. He knew who I was, picked me up from the crowd. Not as often I come down this direction, but nonetheless. Uh, don't have a complete list of all the people from Denver. I recognize two faces that I don't know names for. Patrick and I got into a discussion with Bradford and Ashby about what happened with the car situation that screwed up their tra travel plans because of a mistake I made. And so I screwed up things. But in the end, we have five in our car. They had four in their car. They came down and was able to do the PTQ. So they're here, too. Uh, Ryan got a, got a ride with uh, Whedon, who I intend to get the phone number for later, and uh, Lackley. So they came down, a couple other people in that car, and then... Travis Barrow, Lou Christopher, and a group of them bowlers, players, came down. So a couple of cars from Springs, I think two cars actually from Denver, and then a car from Boulder. So, yeah, pretty good. We have a significant amount of turnout, almost as if Ian Roberto, who is the best player down down here in New Mexico, says that this almost feels like a Denver qualifier. Because we even had, they even offered to give uh, somebody to drop in the tournament a box of product in order to even the numbers up and to uh, get another judge on staff. And one of those people, the person who took that happens to be Tucker, Tucker Foster, who's a Denver player, came down with him. He took up the uh, the offer for the box. So at least he's walking away with product, and he knows that. And he's probably happier about it anyways. And at this point, he'll have some good judging experience for, for a fairly decent size event. Um, John Shannon is 
Hey, Judge, on staff here and doing the uh, computer, so Glenn Goddard is, is being the, quote, head judge. So, in any case, hopefully it goes well. One day after divorce, I feel good. Next started off good. I smashed affinity well. We'll see how the day goes. Oh, yeah. I should also point out that Glenn Goddard and John Shannon, after conferencing about my question, will allow me to record the audio for the matches to use as evidence in the case of disagreement on the game state. So I'll be able to use the recording proactively for once, and hopefully that is something about the future, too. Yeah, that's it, man. Get one turn left. I burned myself down to two with the pulse in hand. So, he only had one out left at that point. He didn't do it because I put him to, I went from 19, I put him from 1980. Went with Firecat in the bridge in the same turn. I took half my burn out. Maybe I should have took out all, my, all the burn I did take out, but nonetheless. It came down, I only had one out left. I put him with only one out left, and I had enough time to do it. So I had to draw a burn after dropping the bridge. And I eventually drew the false, but. I just needed a, I needed a good burn as well. I just had to get a false to make it even more complicated. Because I had to burn myself to do that. Yeah, make good. Well, you had the green ring, you just snapped the two rings to the end. Hopefully, I have them in hand. Yeah, but he had, I had to suck up the ring and face him, I had in hand. He had plenty of time to suck up the ring and face him. So I had to get those out of his hand before I could commit to the green ring. So, again, I need a red mana, too. No, he announced we have fire for regionals for June 7th, so at least that confirms at least we now have regionals. Alright, round three. Uh, playing against some guy. Oh, I should point out at this point that John Shannon and Glenn Goddard also said that I may use my recorder to record the audio of the match for evidence purposes in the case of misrepresentation by an opponent or myself. Um, so, therefore, the audio recorder goes on. I need more batteries because my battery's kind of low, but, uh, battery here. But, so, my audio recorder goes on, whole match. Anyways, nothing exciting happened other than the fact that the guy missed his second turn drop in game one was a dark confident. He immediately missed the first trigger, and from then on out it was pretty clean. So, uh, but in the end, I got pretty a uh, pretty good double curd rate draw game one. Bring in the beats, bring in the beats. A couple more creatures, Tarmogoyf, etc. I get him down from attacking him down to eight life. At which point he has a hierarchy play um, and a uh, Colossus Chameleon Colossus guy, the one that doubles power in play. I got four creatures in play. It's like well. And he has a and he has a tree Pokemon play, which I know he can activate, and he leaves it open to activate. So if I if I attack with everybody, I'd be brought down to one creature left in play, which uh, a bunch of two ones. They're mostly Trinchy, Tinsky, Hogan's, and Kurgames at that point. So two ones and two threes. I've been left with one creature in play and him at six life. I had a Pulse of the Forge in hand. Pulse, yeah, Pulse of the Forge in hand. Like, all right, well, I'm just gonna keep playing creatures and. He's not attacking me that much because he's got to play creatures for blockers because I want to get four points in so I can pulse him out. Eventually, he does bring one attacker, which is a Chameleon Colossus. He has two of those in play at that point and two treetops in play. He brings the Colossus, does some of them, taps the mana. He putrefies a pair of Tromogoys because there's like seven turns there where I didn't draw any burns from the time I had the forge to the time of just playing creatures and him playing creatures and or vindicates or putrefies on my, on my Tromogoys. So he brings... I let it through. I take eight from the Colossus, allowing him to only block with one treetop. I send my guys in. He goes to, or uh, on the next turn, I draw seal fire. Send my guys in. He blocks, blocks, blocks. Goes to six. Seal. Pulse for the win. Game two, he gets triple cabal therapy on me in the first two turns of the game and rapes my hand badly. Nothing I could do. 
uh, I never really recovered from that. Eventually, I get him. Eventually, I top deck a, a steering bridge. While he has a couple of big guys in play, I drop the steering bridge. We sit around for a while. I'm drawing creatures, burn, etc. He's at 15 life. Has a dark confident. Drops a dark confident. I decide to keep the dark confident in play. I draw nothing. He sees land off confident. I draw nothing. He sees land off confident. Draws nothing. He sees land on confident. Most of those nothings are land myself. I get up to like nine land and play out of a red deck wins, which is ridiculous. He, on the fifth card of his, his uh, confidant, he goes vindicate, takes three, goes to 12, kills my bridge the following turn after he empties creatures under the board, kills my bridge the following turn, and then drops a deed, makes, makes a blow up so I have to do stuff. I kill the confidant at that point. I use the other burn to kill off a hierarch. He beats me down with a jitty equipped Tarmogoyf, and there's not a lot I can do beyond that because I decided to leave the confidant play hoping it would do enough damage to him that I could burn him out with because I had six damage. I, I had six, I had seven points of, of direct damage in play that I was sitting back on with him this so high of life. Kind of hoping that the higher, or that the confidant would have brought him down in life so I could just burn him out. Didn't happen. Uh, game three, he gets a double kill wall therapy. I get an opening draw with a curt aid, a double, uh, a rip bolt, a seal, double fire cat and two land. He whiffs the first kill therapy and gets my Whispering Firecats with a second ball therapy. At that point, I got a couple of small attackers. His fourth, fourth land drop, he drops the uh, the new forest, shows a Chameleon Colossus, so it comes into play untapped, goes high arc with his fourth land drop. I respond with Flames of Blood and drops him to seven. Following turn, swing with everything, burn him out. So he basically extends the hand actually before I burn him out, because he, he, he saw the inevitable when I hit the eight point life swing with the Flames flames out of my hand against his, his Loxodon. It was. It was obvious that at that point he was in dire need of, of, of he was in dire need of life, and I had, had just about enough burn already there in play between seals and and uh, lava masters, so and then other creatures to attack. So yeah, it was that one felt good. I pulled that one out. Um, the bridge play should have worked game two, but it didn't. Should just like it should have worked against Ashby, it failed too. But at least I'm two and one. It's still on a fighting chance. Now it's time for lunch. No, I don't want to talk about it. That pissed me off so bad. Shit, talk about it. Gotta get your frustrations out. Psychology. I don't know what happened. Asked, he was slow playing the out of me game one, and then I looked at Tucker and said he's slow playing me. I called Tucker, Tucker over for that specific yeah, reason. Tucker said, yeah, I know, and walked off. And you're a judge. You want to do anything about it? Yeah, guy. All right, that's not a way to look. Somebody get back to Tucker. That's not what you do. Or remind me, and I'll send it to Scott so Scott can get to Tucker with it. Yeah, I think sending it back where I want to get better.
like, cool. They taught me how to play earlier this week. Yeah, so I figured I'd come down and play for my first tournament. Oh, it's your first tournament. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I have a whole number. Yeah, I have a six-digit DCI number, but I just started. I'm not about it. I'm just, but once you add that, you look up, get that, those two in front of it, whatever. Yeah, but you don't have a six-digit number. My first DCI number was like five. Yeah, and then for that one judge to sit there and make that ruling, the other judge I got into with you that's supposed to be quiet. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, that was Shannon. That was actually somewhat unprofessional. I mean, he could ask you to come aside and talk to you about it, but I'm trying to tell you he cheated. That's exactly why I didn't call the judge in that game when they do. I know he's going to say something stupid, and I'm going to go off, and it's going to be bad, so I'll just let it go. That's my maturity. That's one of some things, like, determination to not to be like, what the fuck are you pulling on me, bitch? Let's go! Afterwards, I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and he came walking out, and he looked at me, and I was like, dude, just fucking stare at the door, dude. He said, well, I'm like, just looking at the door. Why you got to you got to be like that? I'm like, because you got to cheat it. And he sat there and he held the door open and just after smoking a cigarette in the door. I was pissed. You gotta cheat to win, you don't need to play. Yeah. Or just be better or just be better at cheating. Deal with your own defense. Yeah. You purposely build a deck that that was, that was like playing Tog back in the day, how people talk. Yeah. Round one, game one, you win, game two, you slow you don't slow play, but you stall as long as you can. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the point of Rumble Vision Oh yeah. Especially if there's a talk on talk matchup and you won game one, but you still play. You still play just enough to the point where, yeah, you will be a Yeah, it's not the only deck that's like that. It won't be the last one. Yeah. Proclamation was last year's version of that kind of deck. All right, reminder: last round, the end three and two drop. I uh, what he's not telling you is he's in the bathroom recording this. I'm not in the bathroom. I'm in the hallway of the casino. No, we uh, I ended up playing against Steps the girl playing. Are. And with that first game, I had or both games I had lethal on board. First game, she had Storm of Eight. Second game, Storm of Nine. First game, flipped into the main deck. Tendrils, second game, the mana. And everybody waits for the sideboard of Tendrils. Alright, so Jay wanted this turned on for dinner. Yeah. Okay. Same question you asked me Orlando Bloom or Brad, or Brad Pitt? Who's sexiest? Probably bad Brad Pitt because he's been voted as a sexiest fan on a few times. In your opinion, that was... I can't play the same over. I, I recognize him, I can't play the same over. Orlando Bloom is a kid from Pirates. Pirates in the Caribbean. And he was in and, um, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Lord of the Rings, the elf from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The wheels are cranking. <laughs>